Hi, I'm Carly D. Tillery, and welcome to The Chair Chronicles. I'm your life coach and your favorite auntie. You know, that aunt that is so not afraid to tell you the truth and help you see things just a little clearer, and you love her advice. Well, as a certified life coach with over two decades of experience, I'm very passionate about helping you find your happiness. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. Hi, L.A. Hey, how are you? I am good. Hello, everyone out there. (laughs) We are going to talk about what are the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic and how are you handling them? Very good. I think this is such a timely conversation. Um, Yes. It has really rocked, I think, not only this country, but it has really rocked the world. It really has. In terms of its impacts and how people are responding to the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, this this is a perfect time to talk about it. We're still talking about it because we're still in the midst of it. We're still in the midst of it. Yeah. Things have opened, but we are still, some of us are still really sheltering in place and, um, you know, it's a great topic to talk about. Yeah. How are we feeling, you know? And I'm feeling um, a little, I don't, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how I'm feeling. I think that it has been challenging. Mm. It has been difficult. Uh, And while I do consider myself to not have had like all of the negative impacts that I know others have, I consider myself very fortunate to be able to still kind of um, move forward in this and not to have so much of a heavy weight of depression and isolation. But I know for many people, it has not been easy. Yeah, yeah. It's been a roller coaster ride for myself. Um, I do know of several people who have um, lost their lives, although there have been some inspirational stories of of people that I also know who have survived it. And Mm, uh, so, you know, my emotions are, it's day by day. It really and is they're day all by over day. The place. And it's up and down. Yeah. It's up and down from, like you said, from knowing that we've got friends and loved ones who have lost family members. Yeah. But also recognizing the fact that we recognize that there have been some inspirational stories. Yes. Yes. There have been some uh, silver linings. There have been some diamonds that have come out of yes. this rough place. Beauty for ashes. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I'm excited about as well, that although we are sheltering in, we can also tap into our creativity and, and you know, our know-how and getting those things done. I've actually been able to uh, clean out a lot of closets. You've been cleaning? <laughs> I've been cleaning. Well, yes, I yes. Out not one thing. <laughs> so, you know, there, there are opportunities in all of this. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so what? I've seen is like this range, mm-hmm. right, of impacts yes. from people being very highly stressed or having uh, devastating losses to those who are not as stressed right. and to those who really have found some new opportunities yes. and yeah. are excited as a result of this. Good. Well, let's unpack this. Let's. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited right. about talking about so it. So let's yeah. talk about some of the negative impacts. And yeah. I think you mentioned it, like knowing people who've lost loved ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate to have not lost any immediate or close family right. members Myself um, as, well. as a result of the pandemic. But I know others who have. Yeah. And it is difficult because now to sort of protect ourselves and others, you can't really 
do services or have closure like you normally would. Yeah. And that's hard. It's very hard. And especially in, um, you know, certain cultures, you know, we're used to having memorials. We're used to having those celebrations of life and not being able to, um, be there and even closer to home, those who have suffered loss, they weren't able to be there with their loved one as they transitioned. Yes. Yes. And I can I can't even imagine yes. what that feels like. And know? then I, I know that I've talked to a lot of people that talk about the communication with the hospitals and the doctors yeah. is is really challenging mm. um, because I think some are able to connect quickly and respond very quickly. Right. And then others due to perhaps the volume of cases cannot okay. stay in contact with the family, maybe like as desired. Right. And right. then just knowing that you have to communicate that way. You can't be present. You can't be there with them. Mm. Uh, you see the stories of the yeah. videos or FaceTime yeah. to try to connect with the loved ones. Yeah. But then if they're really, really sick, they're not, they, you don't have that opportunity to FaceTime. Right. Right, right. Um, right. You know, in when they're in ICU unit, ICU units, yeah. and when they're in respiratory um, uh, areas where they have all the equipment right. and so on. Right, so right. It's really tough. So I think that yeah. that's probably one of the most devastating yes. is the loss of life. Yeah, yeah. And then how that feels. So, like I said, while for me personally, I didn't lose anyone in my family. Mm-hmm. Seeing the numbers all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't look at it as numbers. No. I recognize the fact that this is somebody, somebody cares about that individual. Somebody yeah. loved that individual. That's yeah. somebody's child. That's somebody's mom. That's somebody's dad. Yeah. And so on. And so to me, I know the news reports um, have had an impact on me. Oh, and yeah. I've had to pull back. I've had to pull back yes, from watching it. You have to, you really have to get in a place where you say, okay, I'm going to watch the news at, you know, 8 a.m. so I can get the weather and, you know, and all of that and then, you know, get a report and then maybe not watch it again until six o'clock and then stop. I, I really believe that that helped me, you know, because you do, you become, um, you become almost enthralled, but I got to see, I got to find out right, how many people. Right. And, and it's, and it's not good for your psyche. We need to be aware. Right. We right. need to be in the know, but I, I really believe that you have to find a way to kind of pull back right. from that because it does all of that. We it, internalize it, it. We yeah. internalize it. It seeps in and then we respond to it in different ways. Yeah. And I think it also affects who we are interacting with as well. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. psyche part of it is, is crazy because yeah. it does have a negative impact. Yeah. And then of course there are a lot of people as we know who've lost their jobs. Oh. I mean that that those numbers are in the millions yeah. across the country in terms of people that have lost employment as yes. a result of COVID. And that's devastating too, because yeah. you were talking about a loss of income. Yeah. Sometimes the entire household income right. or either a significant portion of that incoming um, uh, to the house to sort of support the livelihood of the family right. has right. been impacted. Right. And especially for those who are uh, frontline workers and, and not so much in the health industry, but those people that are in the, you know, working in the grocery stores or, you know, that drive the bus and things like that. I mean, it's a great loss because they're not making that kind of money where it's sustainable for them to be out of work for a certain amount of time. And I know that a lot of people that file for unemployment, that was a disaster when it first started. I'm not sure, you know, what it, what's happening now, but I know a lot of people weren't getting a check for like months. Yes. 
I mean, it was crazy. I, yeah, um, it was just, I think things uh, have settled down. I'm hoping. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, you know, you don't, you hear less of the reports about the unemployment and particularly because the country is going through some of these phases where, right. uh, Starting there's to a lot of reopenings and things like that. Right. But yeah, I think, um, the other big conversation as it dealt with unemployment is a lot of people on unemployment really did not even want to return back to work right. because of the stimulus that the federal government had right. released an extra to aid mm-hmm. a lot of the families that were on unemployment. Right. And so some cases they were getting more, more. unemployment exactly. than they were if they were actually working. Right, right. Which presented a lot of issues for employers. Yes. Because when it was, if they provided the option for you to come back to work, part-time or so people were saying "Uh -uh, uh-uh I'm good so I I, I do hope that that while you know they were getting that extra that they were you know making provisions that this wasn't going to last forever right you know yes I hope so too because it it didn't last no forever no and uh and then it caused people to really have to rethink about what are their next steps in terms of employment right right. because in some cases those employment offers were off the table then right so right yeah, I, devastating though, I think yeah. again. But that was another huge loss, High I impact. think, in terms of income and finances. Right. Um, just the shelter in place. Mm. I, I know <laughs> I was struggling with that. Um, I did pretty good at first. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to feel like you didn't have to go anywhere. I saved a ton of gas money. Uh, yes. I felt a lot of savings because <laughs> you couldn't travel. Right. Uh, my food bill went down because I had gotten accustomed to eating out. Yes. And my family loves me now because they're like, <laughs> COVID got mommy back in the Right, kitchen. she's back. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was cooking full course yes, meals and yes. everything. And so, right. um, so, you know, definitely saw a lot of savings as a result of the shelter in place. Right. But there were also a lot of negative impacts as Ooh. a result of that. Just feeling disconnected from family. Yes. Feeling disconnected from friends feeling like you had no social life right anymore. at all at and for all. those and for those of us that are single whoa talk about putting a dent in your dating life you know oh, it, you it, didn't it, da- you didn't date during COVID you, you no, no absolutely not no <laughs> no thank you <laughs> I know, okay call me <laughs> I know a lot of people kind of were yeah. feeling like that we're single and yeah. and we're used to kind of getting out and yes. just being among people that yeah. changed drastically I for mean, them big time and and just you know in terms of of those who are more on the social butterfly side i'm not saying that i'm always out and about but you know being out fuels me and so i started feeling tight and i oh, couldn't yeah. explain it i just yeah. i just felt really tight yeah. you know but you have to find a place for that that energy so you know? i i think it affected those that are single but also couples because mm, mm. right you, right. You, shelter in place who was spending that much time with they mate <laughs> You're here who, again. Who who was? And and yeah. so the joke with me and my husband was like, oh, okay, we're socially distancing. And so, you know, he would go in one room and I would go in another room. I mean, it, okay. you know, to kind of create that space. Right. But we recognize the fact that I think, and I've heard some of my other friends that mm. are married right. talk about like that close proximity all the time. And you're a little bit more snappy at each other than typical, you know, you, you because you're aggravated internally like about not being able to get out right. and who do you take it out on whoever you see right right <laughs> whoever in the house so <laughs> as you can see whether you're married or single there's challenges you know for the singles you're like okay you know i'm gonna walk into the kitchen and i'll walk, walk back, into back. The, yeah right. you know it's like it's me you know so yeah, yeah so yeah. i think they both you know and then those who had kids 
Oh, that's a whole nother. Bless your heart. You know, and and, <laughs> and I I re- remember saying a lot. I'm thankful that yeah. I I wasn't in that situation now, and feeling really yeah. kind of bad for those who were, and then feeling like you couldn't even help your friends who had kids, right? Because you wanted to yeah. protect them. God, you mommy. wanted to protect yeah, yourself, and and I'm a godmother and an auntie too. to yeah. so many people. Oh, so hard. And I wanted to reach out and help, and the FaceTime is good, but it wasn't. Something you about know, that I human felt contact. hopeless yeah. a lot because I couldn't really help like I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So oh. a lot of impacts. Ooh. So the connection thing, I think, is big, yes. and I think it it manifested itself. No matter what your situation is, right. Um, right? Whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you have kids, um, and God forbid if you're elderly, like oh, that was a huge thing. Big. I mean, talking to my parents a lot and yeah. wanting to make sure I stay connected with them, but worried about them because they right. thrived off of getting out and yes. going out to eat yes. and visiting their friends and right. just being having out a with social others. life, having, having a, a social, have a social life. life, yeah. And that was like drastic, and because yeah. they're more at risk. Risk. Right. So the danger and the risk for them to to go out was even greater. So great than it is for some others who right. who might have who might not have those healthline conditions. Exactly. And and you know having you know elderly parents. You know my mom. You know definitely still gets out and about. My dad. You know unfortunately has um, dementia. So you know and and being there and and wanting to see them. You know move be able to move around and and, yeah. and get out. It, it it and my mom is not tech savvy. She's learning. She is learning. She has an iPad now. So I'm excited about That's that. Good. But, you know, before that, you know, even just being able to, to you know, commune with, with people from the, from our church. Right. You right. know, it's, 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 it just, it changed everybody's everything, social thing. Everything. Yeah. And then the other thing is, and, and it's a really serious matter. And, and, you know, I was kind of talking about it a little bit earlier mm-hmm. with my husband and I just kind of creating social distance within yeah. the house. But sometimes there aren't folks who have the opportunity to really create space right in their home and find that independent time and yeah. and in in addition to that sometimes we don't know how to handle and resolve conflict mm. so domestic uh, violence is yeah. on the rise uh, we have ch- child abuse that's on the rise and I mean these things are horrific yes. um, no matter when they happen but to see the increase in these types of situations as a result of the pandemic yeah. is also very um, disheartening, and it's um, it hurts to yeah. kind of know that we we have families and we know we right. have people in our communities that are suffering. Yeah, yeah, and I mean yeah. when I when I heard about that being reported um, that the, that there was an increase, and it was it was on a like an ABC New World report, and I'm it just it just grieved my heart. You know, because yes, we, we yeah, you know, we don't yeah. we, we don't think about that part of it until mm-hmm. we hear it until again you hear and you're like, again. Oh And it shakes you. Yeah. It shakes you. Yeah. Because right. it's like, okay, and you're thinking to yourself, Well, get out, you know, get out. Where would they go? Where would they go? Yeah, right. Where would they go? Right. Yeah. So right. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I think there are a lot of impacts as a result of COVID. Yes. Um I, I, I hope everyone else is is sort of handling it well mm-hmm. and figuring out how to kind of still live life right and live life with some fullness and some happiness oh yeah um, but certainly recognizing the fact that this really has created a lot of loss in many different ways yes not right. only to us in our country and in our community but around, around the, the world. world we're not alone. i remember when it hit uh and i believe when it, it started in china not really thinking that it was going to affect us right 
Right. And it wasn't that much longer before no. the next thing you knew right. is that there was all this conversation about it coming to America and what are we doing and right. and and um, all of the false information that was going out there at first yes. too until they mm-hmm. got a better handle on the research and the right. science and the data. Right. And then the trends. Right. And, you it, know, and it kept changing. Yeah, and that did. was another thing, yes. you know. Yes. And then we were putting out there some things too, like we couldn't catch it and all kinds, you know. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. we, we say all kinds of stuff with no backup. We just <laughs> jump on the bandwagon and everybody has a theory of how they get it. But you know, what's interesting to me is um, I don't know if people... Uh, remember or even heard it but in february in the middle of february the first case that i heard about was of a musician i think he was on the choir at yale he had come here he flew here from chicago i believe and he was here um to rehearse for something i don't know if it was a barbershop quartet or something but it was something involving Mm -hmm. yale university Mm. and he was the first case that was reported on the news and I he was from that. Yale. Now wow. I don't know how um, how sick he was. It didn't it didn't sound like he was um, where he was, uh, you know, needed to be on a ventilator or anything like that. But I remember hearing it. Wow. And then you know, uh, speaking to a seamstress from my church, her granddaughter mm-hmm. worked at the Omni Hotel mm. and served him. Wow, wow. And after all of you know, when it really started breaking. Come to find out, no one ever went back to check to see if they had been tested or anything. Right. But, you know, because like I said, we hadn't heard it. We hadn't heard it. So the, the contact tracing wasn't in place right. and all of those and things. And it, it was a quick um, it was a quick news news story. And then I didn't hear anything else about it yeah. until after it really broke in March. And now they're saying, of course, that there were probably many cases even at the end of 2019, I believe that it. probably was occurring. I and believe we, that a lot of respiratory issues and mm-hmm. and it was diagnosed as that, right. but not necessarily related right. to this particular virus. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think of course they learn more over time, right. but certainly there was a lot of false information, and it was difficult to kind of know how to maneuver and then trust yeah. the new data and the new information because right. everything else that kind of was put out kind of yeah. um, was null and void at the time. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, so where, where, how do we move forward? You know, is, yeah. is always where I like yes. to go. You yes. Know. yes. So what do we do now? Right. And I, I know this is that there are always opportunities to find a silver lining in yes. any situation. Uh, a lot of people don't think like that, but that is automatically my mode. Yes. And, Beauty in crisis. You know, Beauty you in know, crisis. Yeah. As, as the auntie, I'm the one that always got that positive <laughs> yes. spin. Yes. And you know, they're looking at me like, how do you. you do that? Yeah. How do you just keep finding, you know, the positivity or how do you keep moving forward in a, yeah. in a, a real intentional way of finding happiness and yeah. in, in in embracing it, even with a bad situation. Yes. It is not always easy. I'm yeah. not always perfect, but I do always try to find it. That's it. I do That's always it. try to I find it. it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of new opportunities that have mm-hmm. come out as of this. Yes. Um, I think it is a time for us to really look at um, revisiting how we connect. Mm-hmm. Revisiting how we connect with family and friends. Yeah, uh, I will say that when you know my sons are very independent, 
this this pandemic allowed us to connect very differently. Yeah. Uh, in a season where there were, you know, branching out and doing their own thing, mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. brought us back together at the yes. dinner table, and we're laughing and talking and sharing different things with each other. Yeah. So that's been a beauty. Although I'm cooking again, <laughs> um, and I know they're loving that. I know they're loving it. They yeah. are loving that. Yes. However, right. But I will say that has been a means to kind of bring us back and reconnect. Yeah. So that's been a really happy moment for my family. That's one. And uh, and I'm enjoying that, you yeah, know. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying learning where they are in their headspace and yeah. and uh, just being a part of that, yeah. uh, a part of their journey of where they are now. So that's been good. Yeah. And I think I challenge everyone to find ways to reconnect with their family, with their friends. Yes. Um, and, you know, the reaching out more. Right. To intentionally connect because you know, guess where they are. They're supposed to be home. That's right. <laughs> so now they you better can, be. So you can connect with them a little bit more rare. <laughs> exactly. We're running around yeah. and so busy and we're missing each other. Absolutely. It's a time to really say, you know, now I can be intentional yeah. about connecting with so-and-so yeah. and reaching out. And so we, I think we, that's we take time sometimes for granted because we, you know, we, we think, oh, oh, well, I'll talk to them next week or right. I'll, I'll see her or I'll see him, you know, in a few months or whatever. And now we're more intentional. Right. We really put forth that effort. I'm that person where I will jot down a couple of names of people that I hadn't talked to in a while. Mm. And, and that's my way of checking in. Yes. You know, and even if I just get their voicemail or I send them a text, listen, you don't have to call me back if you don't want to. I just want to let you know that I'm thinking that about I'm thinking you. about you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So again, it's I important. think this is a perfect time to revisit yes. all of our connections with our family, with our friends. And because of the fact that I think the numbers are so high for losses and some of them are unexpected. This is a time where yeah. we cannot let petty stuff. No. Hold us back from connecting with family. Let it go. We cannot let issues and situations that have happened years, years ago, ago, right, keep separating us yeah. from those that we're supposed to be loving on. That's and it. so um, we should be embracing yes. this opportunity to reconnect. It's, a, it's an yeah. opportunity. It's so an the opportunity. other thing, re-energize your spirit. Come on. This, I mean, we got to yes. find out how to stay <laughs> up. Yes. When everything else is pulling us Ooh. down. Yes. Um, I really am looking for ways constantly to stay motivated, mm-hmm. um, which means that I'm finding new adventures. Yeah. Right. Yeah. New uh, things that. to do um, to kind of re-energize my spirit. And we have this conversation like uh, with a lot of our co-workers mm-hmm. to kind of share like thoughts and ideas and right. what could that could be. Uh, people are journaling more. They're meditating yeah. more. Uh, yoga, taking a new type of exercise or activity. Yeah. Um, YouTube is great for that. So you can find any kind of <laughs> class now. Absolutely. You know. Yes. And um, people are thinking about writing books and doing things that yeah. they normally would not have done. Yeah. Because the life has been so busy. But I do think yeah. the shelter in place has caused us to calm down, slow down yeah. a bit. And yeah. so now we can take on some different adventures we might not would have yeah. thought about. Right. 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 And you still can do this with others that you're connecting with. Um, me and uh, a girlfriend, we're doing a, well, we were supposed to be doing a 45 day challenge. I We haven't checked in in a while to see if we're still on it, but uh, we've, you know, connect with people. And, you know, if you like to knit, jump on Zoom. And right. sit there and knit together, right. you know? I mean, there's there are ways that you, like you said, the connection and also for you to find those things that you enjoy, those hobbies. Yes. Um, again, like I said, I 
love to organize. I decided to clean out closets. So these are opportunities. Yeah. Like you going to start a business doing that? Because um, Not at all. You got a client right here. <laughs> you got a client Not right here. Not at all. But, but again, like you said, yeah. tap into that energy. What fuels you? What fuels you? Yeah. yeah. Creativity, you know, and, and I think if you don't know yet, you need to find it and yeah. explore what it can be. Try different things. Yeah, I think this is the opportunity for trying different things. Yeah, uh, I will say I have tried a few different recipes, mm -hmm. um, some to success and some to fail. <laughs> But nevertheless, I try. <laughs> yes, yes. And, so, and develop your own hashtag. I mean, be better. Hashtag be better. Right. So what does be better look to me look right. like for me? You right. know? So I, I think we, we can definitely tap into that spirit of that everything is not so bad. Right. This is opportunity. This is a way for me to... Um, to even um, understand myself better. Like you said, the yeah. journaling part, you yeah. know, getting those feelings out and on paper. Hmm, maybe I might write a poem here and right. there. And right. who knows, you might be able to publish a book. That's right. Exactly. There are ways. So yeah. I think there's so many new opportunities yes. as a result of this to re-energize yourself, to reinvent yourself, yeah. uh, you know, maybe launch a business or do something really creative and mm -hmm. innovative, yeah. uh, that crazy idea that yeah. actually might get some traction because you have the time, yeah, time to really now. focus on it and, and shape it into something. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of creativity uh, in a lot of different sectors, mm -hmm. uh, particular, you know, in the the um, the faith-based community are, are now trying new techniques and things like that. Yeah. What seniors are learning, technology and how yes. to use different devices, yes. mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, and, and some of us are learning all of these different tools uh, to use for work and other yeah. things like that. So it's pushing all of us. I think in different ways, yeah, right? right. And I would say for, for my sons, I think even just verbally communicating <laughs> is a, a new thing. one, right? It's a new well, thing. We can actually talk. <laughs> really? We don't have to do this? So yeah. it's a, I think, yeah. you know, there are a lot of different experiences no matter who you are, yeah. right? right. Um, and, and I love the fact, and I'll talk about my parents again, mm -hmm. uh, because they, they're learning uh, how to do different things on YouTube. Like YouTube is a new thing. <laughs> And they can, can find all of their favorite artists now. Oh, and yeah. They know how to do the search. And, and my mom was all day long. She can, she can hear that one song over and over again. <laughs> I found it on YouTube. <laughs> right. Found it on YouTube. Yes. That's so I awesome. think it's That's brought great. a lot of new experiences for a lot of people. And we just have to find the joy in it. Yes. We just yes. have to find the there joy in it. There is joy. There, there is joy in it. There is so, joy. Yeah. yeah. And then the last thing I would say is to just renew yourself. Yeah. Renew your focus. Because right. we do have to, I believe, figure out a way to establish a new way of doing things. Yeah. And when we resist that change is happening, if we resist that change is inevitable, right? Yeah. If we just assume that things are going to return back to the old way of doing things, I think we're going to do ourselves a disservice. We are. So we, we have to renew our focus to a new way of doing things, yeah. a new way of connecting, a new way of reaching out, yeah. a new way of exploring um, ideas and things that yeah. way, and stretching some of our skill sets, yes. right? Uh, to go yeah. a little bit beyond what we've normally done. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we need to revisit, we need to re-energize, and we need to renew. Renew, yes, <laughs> yes. Great. I, I love the three R's. Yeah, that's three what R's. it is right now yeah. for me. And I'm excited. I'm excited about what the future will hold and, and even in the present. So we just keep moving forward. Just keep moving. Right. Don't right. stop. 
Don't so stop. if you've got some new ideas yes. or things that you're doing that you would love to share with us, please, please do. Because please I think that what we may be doing, we may not be doing the same thing as you. Right. And you may offer something totally different. So yeah. please share your journey. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how you're coping. Yes, uh, yes. Let us know what your new strategies are. Let us know how you are revisiting things and, and revisiting your connections and re-energizing yourself as well as renewing your focus. Yes. We would love to hear from you. So we're happy that you joined us today. So stay tuned and stay connected on The The Chair Chronicles. Chronicles.